1: What's good everybody? It's your boy Gerard and your girl Gabby back for episode 51 of the Kicks and Shit Show.
2: I almost wanted to throw in another sound there. Just to like <laughs> see what you would do. Be like, oh
1: see if, I, see, see if that would throw me off or something. Like.
2: <laughs> yeah, <a> little oh,
1: <laughs> okay, Cardi. Um any
2: anyway. that's right.
1: <laughs> oh Jesus.
2: <laughs> Welcome back. You guys missed us, right?
1: It's like it's like that's the thing that you say like every time we start a show. It's like oh, you missed me, didn't you? And it's like funny because it's this weird motion because of it's like true. Is that why it's so funny? <laughs> It's this weird feeling of wow, well, did I kind of sort of, but then it's like not like, really. Well, I, I mean,
2: I guess I did. <laughs> like, I feel like at this point you just miss me out of habit, Gerard. Like this is episode fifty-one.
1: It is. It we is. Come? We have come a long way, and as everyone knows, last week was our fiftieth episode. Shouts to Jacques uh, Slay, the you know, OG sneaker content king, creator. Um, it was a really fun episode. We got a lot of good feedback from everybody. And you know, 50 episodes kind of came and flew by pretty fast, right? Like we started this last uh, spring during pandemic. And I mean, we're still in a pandemic, but it was like early pandemic. And look at that, 50 episodes in and here we are. Feels like we're in a whole new world. Shouts to we Aladdin. We are
2: a whole new world. <laughs> I mean, they just announced today that New York is opening <laughs> In July. Yep, July 2nd. fully opening. I mean, <laughs> July that's 2nd. not a new world. Like, we finally <laughs> caught up to Florida, you guys.
1: Which... In this I don't case, know yeah, I was gonna thing, say, but I don't I'm, know, if, yeah.
2: I'm here for
1: it. <laughs> I was gonna say, I don't know if we want to like use Florida as a benchmark for anything, but yeah, okay, <laughs> I hear what you're saying.
2: Texas, I don't know if that's
1: oh, any be better. N- n- none of those states, I think, are states well, we want to use. Sorry, America, like us. we're
2: fucked, but happy to be back. <laughs> open New York is alive and well.
1: <laughs> the only thing not opening will be Broadway, um, which you know, that's not only from up entertainment and cultural standpoint for like wanting to do stuff like again think about all the workers and not just the actors the people behind stage right the stagehands and gabby and you know this is someone who works in production all the people who do all the things that you don't see haven't worked in over a year as well so that's something that you know we hopefully will have coming back sooner rather than later
2: it takes a village i mean you guys know i went back to the garden you know the knicks have been on quite the streak since (laughs) i've made my debut back but We were back from a work perspective this week as well, which was really exciting. It's like, what is this new normal? And I know when I say 100% with New York and de Blasio, it's it's mostly like restaurants and bars and outdoor dining, but... Things have an opening in a way that we haven't in a year. But any progress to me is still progress. So I'm really excited to kind of see where things continue to go and evolve in these COVID
1: streets. (laughs) Yes. And we've been in these COVID streets for, man, it seems like forever. But folks, stay diligent out there. Um, We're vaccinating at a super fast rate, which is awesome. Um, But we still have a ways to go. So still be safe and diligent out there. Gabby, you know, what I wanted to really tap into this week, this has been such an interesting week, I feel like, in sneaker releases. I mean, every week sometimes it's interesting, but I don't know. This one felt like it was—I don't know if it was so much because the shoes were great, and we'll get into that. But it just seemed like a lot. It was like a lot of things came out this week. You, you agree, or you were like, nah, not really?
2: No, I totally agree. I think, um, you know— the fact that Air Max Day did not have as much heat as co- ha- what's come out this week is very telling. I think, you know, there was that moment in February when the Air Jordan Silvertoe won, the women, there was like a ton of heat right around that time. The University Blue ones, I mean, there were more than just ones that came out, but there was a lot of momentum right around that time, and we've kind of had a little bit of a lull since then. So to see all of the stuff that's coming out, you know, it's flex season. Like I said, people are going to be outside, so I'm sure that has something to do with the fact that these are very unique collabs that mm-hmm. are coming out. There's mm-hmm. a lot of heat that's coming out. People want to wear sneakers again. You know, like, don't get me wrong. I love my slides at home, <laughs> but I don't know. I'm I'm ready for ready?
1: some good feet in the sp- streets.
2: <laughs> The feets in the streets, Gerard. You
1: ready for that OnlyFans feed page <laughs> we talked about? I
2: think you're more ready for that than I am. Let's uh, relax.
1: This what, will never happen. I have all, adorable don't, feet. don't be putting out that out there in these streets. No, I am not a foot fetish, dude. Don't be saying that I want an OnlyFans. Don't be putting... I
2: like your feet. I didn't mean you want me to create one so you can watch people's feet. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't like, want, not I don't that, want okay? my
1: feet out in the streets. No, I'm not doing No,
2: no, 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 no. I mean, I have cute feets, and they're made for the streets, but that doesn't mean how uh, your girl's on OnlyFans. Wow. You know, work has been really good lately. <laughs> I feel like I can cut back and be a little bit uh, more choiceful with my side hustle these days.
1: <laughs> only fans' feet.
2: That's a business opportunity right there, Well, listen,
1: you know? I mean, we, we had Tamra Dion, and we talked about that. I mean, you know for a fact that she did Only OnlyFans' feet. If she wanted to, she'd make a ton of money off that. Absolutely. I think
2: I think that's the business though. It's the feats in the streets. That's what it is. That's that's the new <laughs> spin-off from OnlyFans, you know? The feats
1: in the streets. Oh. Fetishes Only. <laughs> so and, and, and on this on the on the spectrum, as we talked about, of fetishes, that's like <laughs> On, on the low level right that's like basic there's way right. more weird stuff than that which we don't got time for that on this show today
2: <clears throat> that's that's for our after dark that i keep <laughs> teasing every episode that has yet to happen that is forget- that, we'll, we'll put that kicks and shit after dark next to the tiktok channel that you've been talking about <laughs> since the beginning of time you guys comment let us know tweet us which would you rather
1: tiktok or kid as after Feeds dark in
2: the street <laughs> TikTok or K&S After Dark.
1: I mean, you could probably do a combo of the three, right? Okay, let me not give people ideas.
2: All right, all right, all right. <laughs> Save it for the after
1: show drill. <laughs> so we mentioned there were there were releases this week. Um, of course, you know there was the Nike Air Max ninety five, LeBron James home team, right, in purple and gold. Of course, rock, re- representing the Lakers. He also has LeBron 8 Hardwood Classics come out, and it's a nod to Hardwood Classics that everybody knows. But that was a Cleveland Cavaliers uh, year for him. So it's those blue and orange Cleveland Cavaliers old school jerseys, um, which I thought were pretty cool. Again, as a shoe, LeBron is just too big and bulky for me. It's not my particular style, but I know a lot of people were, were very happy about that. And I, I know last week we talked about the Jordan Amarmanek collaboration and how I took an L on raffle sign up, not the raffle itself. <laughs> the rap will sign up. It's okay now. okay. Be that as it may. So they released the full collection this week. Clothing, some hoodies, shirts, joggers, some shorts, and of course, the Jordan 3. Gabby, I did not even attempt to get the sneakers. I was like, you know, forget about the sneakers. That's going to be a no play. Forget it. Let me just try to get a t-shirt. <laughs> nope. A t-shirt. <laughs> Big old man L. A t-shirt.
2: I just have one thing to say welcome to my world I know I say this every week now but like this stuff t-shirt. is real I know it's a t-shirt you know what I mean like that's that's the beauty of when fear of god essentials drops on pax right yeah yeah double click that apple pay I don't care if I have six orders by the end of it I know I've secured at least one bag <laughs> that's the most efficient shit ever I mean I Because I also use my phone as a work phone, unfortunately I have to have a very complicated password. So I'm like sitting there sweating, being like, double click, enter your password. I'm like, this is 37 characters, like, but at least that's a workaround but it, it's true i mean i think the culture has changed so much right especially now because we've been inside for so long like it's not just about the shoe anymore it's about the fit yeah yeah like it's about like you know t mark is doing some great stuff with the hats that he's mm-hmm. doing you know the with the limited drops hat club as well i mean you're seeing that whole culture kind of changing and evolving i mean that's why crocs was able to have mm-hmm. a moment you know mm-hmm. i don't know if that would have happened if it wasn't for the pandemic probably so. not
1: and, you know, I think you're right. You'd mentioned that, you know, in, in jest, but you're like, you know, people it's feet season, But really, because what you're saying is as things are opening up, people want to be out in the streets and looking fresh. Right. So hence why all these collaborations that are not just shoes, but also uh, apparel items, those are selling out as well. I mean, I'm sitting there going people like when you go to the thing, like what are people doing? Are you literally just like clicking on everything, dropping it in the, in the cart and going <laughs> and then check out like.
2: I think people are though and I think we're in a culture right now and definitely we can talk through this more but that people aren't necessarily just going for their sizes anymore because yeah. of the resale culture. Yeah. Yeah. I also think because you know the demand for sneakers and for merch and swag is up so high that people are like let me just get my hands on anything that I can get my hands on mm-hmm. and either sell mm-hmm. it or trade it for a pair in my size. Mm-hmm. I mean I know that's a big thing right mm-hmm.
1: now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think you're right, right? Like A lot of people do it from that perspective. But something you just mentioned about with the the, the culture and the resale, there was an interesting uh, conversation happening on Twitter spaces the other day. And, you know, it's something we talked about briefly last week. Like, how many people are actually into these collaborations and drops? Or is it just this idea of you you have FOMO, right? And you just want to feel like you belong because everybody else is doing it too. Of course I know there's a scarcity model. That's just what companies do because that's smart, right? Make a limited amount of something and have everybody go crazy because that's a, duh. I get all that. But like do people actually want to wear this stuff? Because like for me, again, when I mentioned the Amon Manier collaboration, that t-shirt was dope. Like I like I'm like, ooh, that's a t-shirt I'm gonna wear and like I already know the outfit I wear it with whatever. I'm not just going and grabbing everything I see. We did a similar thing with the, you mentioned the fear of God essentials, right? Like I was like, Ooh, this half zip, I would do this, right? I don't just grab everything just because it's there. I look for, am I going to actually wear this thing? And I feel like a lot of people maybe don't do that.
2: I was going to say, I think you and I are not necessarily in the majority, but also like it's the same with our sneakers, right? You and I consume sneakers in a way that we focus on livestock and not dead stock and wearing your kicks instead. It's the same, right? Like you know, there's people that have, like, a full closet of fear of God. I know that's the example we're rocking with today, but that doesn't mean everybody's wearing it, you know? I think a lot of people hold on to stuff, keep it on ice, see if they want it. Um, Try to sell it. There's a whole bunch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Try to sell it or even just, like, want to have it because they want to have it, yeah, right? Yeah, And be like, look, at this was so cool. Like, the Nick's kith collab, I love seeing mm-hmm. that people are... Um, actually wearing it you know your it's man, not you, meant to just be kept in the closet your, so your,
1: your man your man Anthony Donya who's a guest on the show he for sure rocks his Nick's kit collaboration just about every time I see him at kit that's what that's what he's got on in, a, in his photo so I appreciate that
2: mm-hmm. I think he's got a more extensive Knicks wardrobe than I do which <laughs>
1: <laughs> I say it a lot well you know it, it is something that that you know what I wonder right because so much of this is about people wanting to feel a part of something right and belonging and i think and that's a much deeper thing than just sur- even though yes it's a surface thing and fashion and products is consumerism and whatever but it's also like oh it's this cool club and i want to be a part of it and it's like all right like i get that but like you know, wear your cool club stuff, right? Like you don't, you don't need to do it just to just to keep it hidden away. Show it off, right? Rock it, like put on put on your gear. Which is why, again, you and I, we don't go after everything that comes out because I think our first choice is always whenever images get leaked. Oh, will I wear that? That's that's my first question. Not always is it fresh? Oh, who did it? Will I wear it? No. Uh, well, then I'm good. I don't care.
2: But I think I think what you say that was most interesting to me here is being a part of the club, right? Like, let's unpack that for a second. I think there's a number of layers to that where it's not just being the club, but it depends on your point of entry to the level of club, right? It's almost like initiation into a secret society that's, like, obviously not so secret because it's, like, <laughs> right. out and in your face. But I think the first point of entry is sneakers. Where do I begin? Where do I start? Ooh, this seems to be a style that... Or a silhouette, like there's a reason that Air Jordan ones are everywhere right now. It's a it's a style, no matter what the colorway is cool. Then you look at some of the other layers to that, right? Like the Sakai's mm-hmm. to the um, Amamane. Like, mm-hmm. what does that actually mean? Not just from an aesthetic standpoint, but like, let's unpack that. What is the what is the meaning and the value mm-hmm. behind it? Mm-hmm. What does it stand for? Mm-hmm. Even like the Alain uh, May ones mm-hmm. that just came out, like. Not my favorite of hers right. personally. I mean, I took an L shocking to nobody, but you know, <laughs> I think the reasoning behind it.
1: Right, right. And I and, that's
2: and, also the other piece of that yeah. of that puzzle. The other layer in the cake. You know, the Travis Scott Sixes, the British khaki, I'm like.
1: S. Yeah, there. So it's funny because the Lalely Mays, is really quick to go back to that. What I liked about that, again, it's a woman's shoes, and you know my thing. I don't go after women's releases. Um, But I love the inspiration, right? Of course, everything that Lily does is true to her LA roots, but it's also inspired by her high school drill team, which I thought was, I love that, right? Going back to like, in many ways, like where it all started. I know like, but that's something we talk about on this show and we have guests on all the time, right? Like, when did you first fall in love? Like where did it all begin? And like, I I love that kind of infusion in there. Even when Jock showed his, um, the Nikes he created, right? He, it, it went back to when his grandpa took him and he had to go do do stuff early in the morning. And it's all these little sort of like things that bring him, that bring you back to the beginning when you remember and really like, this is a thing for you. And you fell in love with it. I love that. Um, But the Travis Scott, Jordan, six British khakis. I agree. I I saw them. I was like, Nope. I I, mean, Nope, not for me. However, the commercial, I did like seeing good old Rip Hamilton come out of, come out of NBA retirement and show up in that commercial. So that was kind of cool. But otherwise, like that's, but again, like you you say it all the time, like we are not, like, we look at it a little bit differently than most, right? It's not like oh this comes out, let me cop. Like, no, am I actually going to legitimately wear these, right? Um, one of the ones I love talking about the the Jordan Seven with the faux rabbit leather, right? Like that wasn't a popular shoe, right? But mm-hmm. I got it because I'm like, no, I'll wear it, and I you want to rock it, yeah, you see me in pictures yep. with it. I'm like, I like this. Like, it's very springy looking. Obviously, it looks like a bunny and stuff, right? But. I'm like, I'm cool with it. Right. And like, but that's the thing. And I think what we're really talking about is, is whom gets to decide what is sort of cool and relevant. And really the answer is you do because you're the one wearing it. Like you don't have to be like, Oh, let me get this because it's popular. If you don't like it, you don't like it. Wear what you like. Maybe you like the British khakis. Okay. That's for you. Do you?
2: No, I agree with that. But I do think at a certain point, right. And Jacques talked about this on our last episode, is how much of it is just another colorway of the same stuff, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I think Off-White, you know, the Virgil collabs were really smart. They took a break from the ones because they don't want it to be spoiled. Or even, like, the ambush dunks. Like, when those drop in the royal, you know your girl is going to be front and center. (laughs) to take an L but I'll be front and center trying to make a play for those but that's also like my kind of colorway, yes. you know yes, like that is your jam. pink doesn't do it for me I thought that ambush pink was great but I think that's where a lot of it comes into play right where it's interesting seeing what's happening with Kobe right now and mm-hmm. the, everything that's happened with his shoes and uh his silhouettes and you know lo- nothing but love and respect for Kobe and for the shoes I think he his silhouettes on the court are what changed the game for basketball sneakers in general. They mixed in, like, the sock fit, the Mm -hmm, high, mm -hmm, the low. It mm -hmm. wasn't just that high. I mean, Mm -hmm. Jordan did mix in a little bit, but, like, the most popular styles were pretty much, like, high tops. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So Kobe was one of the first to mix that up, but, like, they weren't the most popular-selling shoes all the time, you know? And I think now that it's become more of a legacy play, Mm -hmm. people are trying to get their hands on it. It's like when Jerry Lorenzo went to... Adidas, all of a sudden, this the the resale skyrocketed. Same yeah. with Kanye. Yeah. I think it's the it's to your point. It's that scarcity tactic, right? It's like once I realize that like I might not be able to get that anymore, all of a sudden everybody's trying to get it.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, that's you're, you're dead on with that. And it's interesting you bring up Kobe because you know I think athlete signature shoe lines are so interesting. And we talked about this with Nick DePaula a few episodes ago and, you know, and I bring it up because of course, Zion shoe, uh, debuted today. Um, and you know, it's, It's clear what Jordan Brand's doing, right? They're positioning Zion as like this mythical superhero type figure, right? Kind of playing off because superheroes are in right now. Marvel, DC, all that, right? That's popular. All right, Zion's a superhero. Space Jam. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep. (laughs) I knew you were going to mention Space Jam. And they're (laughs) they're, they're going with that. And Zion is like, right? He's this larger than life, like superhero looking figure. And the thing I always ask myself is, okay, what is going to connect... The people, when they watch the Zion commercial and like, I got to get those shoes. Right. And again, it's Jordan brand. so the first not problem, but the first hurdle to overcome is the ginormous shadow that is the man himself, Michael Jordan. Right. Which we always say, I mean, it's just there. Right. I mean, it's the you are you are a Jordan brand athlete. Like you're not a you're not separate. Right. It's not like you're a Nike. No, you are a Jordan brand athlete. Jordan being Michael Jordan. Right. And it just I feel like all of that makes it so, so difficult. And I just wonder with the ways in which young people consume sport and just things in general now versus how we did in the 80s is very different. Right. Very different. Yeah, absolutely. In the in the mid 80s, like the first on the mid 80s, I didn't have any cable, number one. So it was whatever the right two, four, five, seven, nine, eleven, thirteen, 11, 13, right? Those are the channels you had. Mm-hmm. Well, what, what else was I doing if I wasn't reading a book? Like there was no internet. So I wasn't going to surf for things. Maybe you'd like rent a video, a uh, videotape from the BC, from the Blockbuster or not even whatever before Blockbuster, but that's not going to have anything to do with new shoes coming out or, so I feel like your attention, you had less things to distract you. Right. And when I watched those commercials as a kid growing up, it was like, oh, These shoes are going to make me play like so-and-so. It was this very sort of like visceral feeling connection you had from even Reebok pumps. I put these on, pump them up. I'm going to do X, Y, Z. And, you know, I didn't get the pumps. I had the bootleg LA gear version. But same idea, right? Like, it's, it's, and I feel like now, do kids Think about that in the same way. I don't know, right? Do they do they do they like see these athletes in their shoes and they're like, yeah, it's gonna make played play like so and so. Again, I'm I'm far removed from that age range and I don't have anyone to ask. But I'm curious, like how they internalize and consume that type of content and material.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think they do. I think the way that you know content is deployed now, you get it at an earlier age. So I think that just starts younger. You know, whether it's, like, a kid watching basketball on his iPad or seeing a cartoon version of something or, you know, a basketball camp with your favorite athlete, like, stuff like that that didn't exist when we were kids. Um, I even think, like, the way that NBA 2K, you have the sneaker store that you can pick out your kicks specifically for the game, like – that you can get like, it's like an NFT, but for sneakers that you can (laughs) buy limited drops. I mean, I'm sure I'll take an L there too, (laughs) even on virtual sneakers, but like, you know, I think there's so many ways that sneakers are present and part of culture. And I think like, I look at the design of the Zions, right? And I think it's very interesting to me because it does take a nod to that, like Zorro meets superhero Mm -hmm. with the lightning bolt. Mm -hmm. I I think the design actually is like, and I'm sure I'm going to get nailed on this one, but because I've heard such mixed things about the design. I think the design is actually kind of cool. And it's a, what I like about it is it's a canvas. Yeah. I don't love all the colorways that have come out with like the patterns. I think some of it's trying a little hard, but I think, you know, in the way that I love some of the KDs, Mm -hmm. it's a canvas for really cool Mm -hmm. things. So I'm, Mm -hmm. I'm, Not as focused on the launch of this shoe. I think, for me, it's about what's going to happen with it. And he does have that superhero-like quality. Mm -hmm. You know, he's Mm -hmm. larger than life. Literally busted through his shoes.
1: Right. (laughs) You know,
2: that's like a comic book waiting to happen. I just aged myself with that one. But (laughs) I think... You know, kids are still focused on the athlete and the way that they play the game. I think that's important. Like, look at Steph Curry. Mm, Were threes ever a thing until Steph Curry? Like, that That type of game?
1: <laughs> well, certainly now, you, as, as Nick said, you got kids launching 50-foot threes. You got no business <laughs> right. doing stuff like that.
2: <laughs> yeah. Or, like, Kobe, who's known for his shots. Like, Kobe. Like, <laughs> right. kids still have... There's still that connection to players. I think it just evolved a bit. But I'm curious to see, you know, how these Zions go in terms of sales because when Jordans came out there was nothing to compare it to right. there were tons of athletes and tons of brands now and i think you said this earlier as well everything is under jordan's shadow yeah. it's yeah. an extension of jordan mm-hmm.
1: and that that makes it difficult right because yeah. that's the benchmark you're using and i don't know if that's a fair benchmark to use Going forward for any of these athletes particularly particularly ones that are under the Jordan brand right because I again I think things are stratified and they're so different now and I think people have different consumption habits and look at things differently I just don't know if that is the model to use as are you gonna have 35 shoes you know, probably not right so don't go into it with that with that idea the other piece of it too Jordan was associated and connected with winning right and so as a player you have to. And he was also the first global superstar athlete, like people in all over the world know this man, right? Like you have to transcend in that way. But to your point, though, even though, yes, kids still consume, they do it in different ways. Because I know a bunch of people who have children in the key target demographic that this would be in. And I asked them and they're like, do your kids sit down and watch basketball games? They're like, no. Are you kidding? They don't think they don't intend they don't, they don't to sit down and watch two hours of a game they're on like little highlights or whatever. So there's, so, so you wonder like a geek and that's where the commercials are often interwoven, right? Are are we going to do more on social dropping an Instagram? And like, and that's why I always think about the NBA. Like, look, you've already got people like, well, I mean, I work in the industry. You're a fan. I'm a fan. Like, forget about us. Like, how are you grooming your next generation of fans, right? The ones who are literally born in the internet era who just don't, right? This is all they know. How are you changing a product for them so that they become, when they're in their 50s and 60s, like, oh, I love this game, right? Like, because you see it in that younger age range, they don't sit down and watch whole games as a kid. Are you kidding? I would watch playoff games beginning to end. And I don't know many kids in that young age who do that. That's just not a thing.
2: No, I agree with that. I also think it's very interesting because you think in, like, this culture now that we are in of – short attention spans, quick turns. I wonder if the same applies to fashion, right? Where, you know, spending $200 on a pair of sneakers, if you have like 37 favorite players, (laughs) you know, or that style's gone and it's like, now we're like, okay, what's next? So Mm -hmm. I'd be, I think it would be really interesting if a brand put out something that was a little bit more affordable to kind of test that model. I honestly think that, you know, sales would probably be better overall if that was the case. And I think, you know... The thing about Jordans for me is that we're up to 35. Mm-hmm. There's a bunch in the middle that a lot of people forget <laughs> right, about. no doubt. And nobody talks about. Mm-hmm. But I also think that the reason that the Jordan one works so well from a fashion standpoint, I mean, we all saw Last Dance. Mm-hmm. Michael Jordan talked about how it made his feet bleed at Madison Square Garden. The technology has evolved so much mm-hmm. that, you know, something that's functional now may not be as fashionable because the needs from the athletes and the demands yeah. of, like, being on the court and yeah. these crazy NBA schedules are very different but what's not to say in 20 years from now when we look back at like some of those LeBron silhouettes Mm -hmm. as things continue to evolve and change like people of the next generation are gonna be talking about that like how did LeBron even play in those
1: yeah
2: first of all they're so cool but like how did they how did he play in them like the technology evolution I think is gonna be really interesting to watch and see how that unfolds
1: that's a that's a fair place to end this and I love your point there right like start out with the shoe being about the functionality and the performance right for the athlete and then let the marketplace decide if they think it's also fashionable as well right and that may not be a same time thing and that's that's part of the thing from a money-making standpoint right they may not decide today that the lebron 17s are also fashionable right it may take five years six years i don't know and i think that's sort of the idea but I, i i love that well folks this is a conversation that it's going to go on forever because that's just the nature of the shoe game but coming up we're going to do uh shoe and tell just the two of us um you know you guys know about shoe shoe and tell it's presented by another lane the premier digital marketplace for dope kicks well, Now nah, we're not going to be showing 85 million pairs but just look oh, you know i'm going to show a pair gabby's going to show a pair of some recent a little recent cop that, that we both got and you know we're pretty happy about so stay tuned What's good, y'all? We are back, and it is time for America's favorite segment, Shoe & Tell, presented by AnotherLane.com, the premier digital marketplace for dope kicks. Guys, every episode, I come on here and tell you about Chad and Adina and how incredible and amazing they are, how they're so tied into the culture, how they are literally taking over. They are everywhere. Everywhere. First of all, they're being covered by prestigious media outlets, this one included. They are... They have people on ESPN shouting them out. They're, listen, they got NBA, WNBA players. They are the real deal. If you are someone who has sneaker collections, you're into sneakers, you wanna be part of a community that is really here, not for the capitalism, but for the actual community, this is a place you need to be on. Go check out onthelane.com. If you wanna put your collection up there because you wanna perhaps sell, collect with some other different people, Chanadina will vet you, make sure you're legit. Put your collection up there, boom, and, and they'll take you from there. It is, on that Twitter Spaces conversation I told you about, AnotherLane.com was shouted out, and they weren't even in there. I'm telling you. they. When I talk about people who are plugged in and who know, and everyone knows Sneaker Galactus. I mean, he, of course, is a sneaker god, but it's it, it's just a, they're a wonderful, wonderful couple, and what Another Lane is doing is incredible, so I want you guys to definitely go and check them out. AnotherLane.com. Now, shoe and tell time, it's just us. Gabby, up first, what are you going to show me?
2: Well, I'm going to show you a pair that, you know, I did a little poll beforehand because I really love these shoes. And I haven't owned a pair actually ever in this silhouette. But it's a style that I'm like, I've been waiting to get like the right colorway. And, you know, I think... I could actually rock it quite nicely with what I'm wearing right now. You sure could. Um, I I think this is a silhouette that's interesting because to me, it just like screams nostalgia. It's Mm. classic. It's a classic colorway. But the people were like, some of them were like, eh. Mm. And I'm like, you know what? Nobody actually you, you like asking what you. you. Like.
1: Right. You like what you like. I was going like.
2: to say, I, I'm like asking to be polite. But like,
1: you know. <laughs> I don't actually. I'm
2: going to do me no matter what. So appreciate the thoughts, you know. But I'm a grown ass woman who's going to buy my own damn sneakers, whether exactly. you like them or not. Exactly. So I'm going to show you these.
1: Ooh, love them. The Air More Up Tempos. Yes. Ooh. Now, I remember when the, when the the release was coming out, I was like, oh, I know somebody who's getting these or going to try to get these. Fo show, sure. And I'm glad you took a W on these. Love them. Old school. Classic. Brings back that 90s feel. I love those, man.
2: I do, too. And it's got like this. It's not too high. It's not too low. It's a nice little mid. Um, I think my favorite part about this shoe, though, is the patent detail on this one. (laughs)
1: Yeah.
2: Like, look at that sparkle, you guys. Yeah, it's legit, And you know what? If you're listening in and not watching, go head over to our YouTube page. Hit that subscribe button. Mm -hmm. Take a look, because she cute, <laughs> you know. No, it, what, the, the, those, those girl's are cute gonna shoes. get backs and waxed and take these out on the town, okay? That is, that is the game plan, okay?
1: Backs waxed, and <laughs> I mean, there's so much to it. Beats, in the, street, so beats in the
2: streets, Gerard, beats in the streets, trademark coming soon. So
1: much to unpack back that statement. No, but I, I love those, so I'm um, definitely gonna be rocking on this spring and summer. I could see that not at the beach though, because you know, ain't nobody putting their shoes on at the beach because what the what is that all so,
2: about. Jersey, and I just, you know, the Jersey Shore gets <laughs> a bad rap, but I, I do want to say before I say why I think it gets a bad rap is, or what it gets a bad rap for, most of the people that give it a bad rap ain't from Jersey. We like to call them Bennys, which I just think is hilarious, because my brother's name is Ben, so he doesn't love when I say things like this, but, you know, the Bennies that come in, you know, that yeah. trendy mm. time of year, a.k.a. summer, a.k.a. DJ's Dejoie, Jenkinson's Boardwalk, Seaside Heights.
1: Bar A, is that still a thing?
2: I think Bar A is still a thing, yeah. You know. (laughs) Um, But I don't think you see as much of the, like, sneakers in the sand as you do it. Like, Tiki on a Monday. If you ever, if you guys have never been to the Jersey Shore and you want to see a sight to be seen.
1: Tiki on a Monday?
2: Take off Monday. (laughs) Tiki on a Monday. Industry day, strippers and clippers. It is something to be seen. You see a lot of Jordans on the beach, a lot of uptowns.
1: Oh my God. A lot of
2: people not from Jersey. But you know what? What is happening? People watching is a vibe. I've been inside seeing only like my padded walls for a very long time. So (laughs) I am here for it. But there's a lot of sand. You know, you don't bring sand to the beach, but you do bring Jordans (laughs) if you're from Staten Island. So.
1: I love it. You know, You're you're on a roll today. I'm loving it. You got you got all the the game is working today. Shouts to you. It's in the street All right, folks. This is a, a new um, a, a recent purchase that I made. Um, and I just
2: stop before you, and I'm sorry to interrupt. but yeah. Say that. sentence Oh, stop, one it, stop, more it, stop time. it. Stop it. Stop it.
1: Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Everyone knows. Yes. Recent purchase. Ha-ha. I did not get these for free, as I usually try to get all my shoes for free. Because look, that's how I do. Any- <laughs> I
2: feel like we had to throw that one in there,
1: Gerard.
2: Already, I'm excited. Anyway, these
1: are these are newer, um, in terms of athlete. So these are the Kyrie Flytrap Fours. Um, and again, not a very popular or coveted shoe. Um, but what I liked, what attracted me to it immediately, Gabby, was the colorway, and which is funny because you know you're like Gerard, you like white shoes. What's going on? But. You like a DMP? Uh you see, Nancy. There you go. There you go. That's
2: connected connecting
1: Brad. <laughs> so, of course, that black gold, right? That's that's mm-hmm. just I, I love the I love the contrast. I think it's so wonderful. And you know, I talked about high tops in the summertime, and I was like, oh, I don't love them. But these, while they are highs, they're kind of like you know, not high highs, as I like to say, right? They're closer to a mid, and they aren't to like a true like old 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 school high but Kyrie shoes are always done well i love the detailing the Kyrie irving logo on the bottom i I love the soles of these shoes and it's so comfortable man like i put these on i'm like man i can these can be like if i got shorts on a tee my like running around in the streets too like you know doing whatever going to brunch today got to go run to do something pick up groceries whatever got it cool also nighttime Feats
2: in the streets <laughs> that's what it is a brunchy a brunch. brunch is not exempt from feats in the streets well
1: it's true and now that things are opening up we we, we can do that and um at night if i wear g we yeah <laughs> you're gonna we yes <laughs> I, I'm, at of, I? I, I'm at the royal we but yeah sure you and i <laughs>
2: Brunch. Um, episode? Oh you're saying God. all the right things right now
1: i'm, I'm gonna kill you <laughs> and then uh Later on, right, if I want to go like jeans or whatever, I could still rock these and they look really nice. And I'll be like, you know what? I can still get away with going to a little bit of a nicer spot inside for dinner with these on. So shout out to Kyrie. I like these. The Flytrap 4s. Black and gold. Real nice. Love the detailing. You know I love that black and gold. So shouts to Kyrie Irving. Shouts to Nike for coming through and it's with that. A
2: nice light shoe, too, for yes, summer. I think from like a weight standpoint. That's mm-hmm. the one thing about the uptempos is it's a heavier shoe. Yeah. but you
1: know, You're okay. I'm not a
2: petite lady, so I think that's okay. But for me, it doesn't bother me. But I like the the lightness and the breathability in those Kyries. Yes,
1: that's, that's the right. Because again, summertime, if I'm going to rock them, that's what they got to be. Well, folks, that's all for today. It's just us, you know, a little catch up. letting you know how we're doing. Talk about the industry. Show you a, a pair of new purchases we made. We've got some cool guests coming up in the weeks ahead. So you guys stay tuned as always. And you know. We are part of the Count the Dings family. You find us on that bomb podcast feed. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube. We're everywhere, man. At Kicks and Shit Show on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. And that's it. You, see, I was, you thought I was going to say TikTok, I know, but, I, but I did not. <laughs> we are, and
2: FeatsInTheStreets.com <laughs> coming soon.
1: Until next time, y'all. Peace.